welcome to Two Dudes Podcast, or should I say Ashton and Lacey's Podcast. And make sure you stay tuned and have an awesome day. Thank you. Okay, well, we're good. We're in podcast mode. We're recording. Right? Podcast mode. We're good? Yes. Okay, turned on. Ready, set, go. So... So I was thinking, and so last week, the topic was about sex. And this week, our topic is about women in media and sort of how they're portrayed, how they're sexualized, whatever. So last week, we had just touched on various things of how sex is too much in the media, but also drawing this line of we want it to be talked about and we don't want it to be taboo. And I think talking about it is really good. And there was a note that I'd made on the last podcast that I actually just edited out because I thought it would be better for this one, but it was sort of like a closing of the last time. So I just wanted to start with that. Mm -hmm. But we had talked about finding this line and why we think there's issues with how sex is talked about in the media because it is this hard line to draw. And it's like we say we want it to be talked about, but it's the way it's talked about in media that I think is the issue. And so I know last time we had said the example we used was the WAP, Megan the Stallion song. Yeah. And it was like, this woman wrote this song about her body and it had such a negative reaction. And what's crazy to me is men have been rapping about women's body for years. And it's never been like, There's so many rap songs that talk about sex and they're crass and it's like there isn't this negative thing. But then Megan the Stallion comes out with a song talking about her own body and the reaction was so night and day. People are like, she's degrading and women want respect and she's not respecting herself. But it's like she sang a a song and I know that (laughs) there's like things in it that but it's like we have this tendency to just sexualize women in the media. Okay. Okay. So first, I have like done this deep dive for like the last 24 hours into like the sexual objectification of women. And I'm just going to start by saying, like, I want this to be positive. But after I read all this stuff, I felt so sad because it didn't feel Mm -hmm. hopeful. And I feel like we have to get to a point where it can be hopeful. So I just Mm -hmm. I just want to say that before we even start, because after we even talked about sex last week, that I was so nervous about it. I know. <laughs> and then I was so fucking nervous after. And then I never listened to it again. And then Adam last night came home and was like, ah, I listened to Connor's. It was good. I was like, yeah, you should skip the next one. <laughs> He's like, why? I was like, I don't know. I don't even know if I said anything that would offend you. But like, I try to walk this line between this and that. And it's the same thing with today because it's like, um, okay, m- wow. Like on, I'm trying really hard to be objective and it's hard to be objective because there have, there are all kinds of fucking rap songs, whatever. But also the media doesn't make everyone aware of them all the time. So so then it, the the problem lies with the media, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. the media doesn't make a huge fucking deal. Well, I mean, I guess they did when little Nas, whatever, yeah. s- talks about Satan. So yeah. 
So, I mean, they, I get, I just want to make sure we're being as fair and balanced all, all the way through as we can. And I think mm-hmm. that sometimes they do make a big deal out of male songs. Um, I think that things like WAP have to come out because when we have this like pendulum of balance, it's like skewed way far one way and then WAP comes out. And I mean, I, I still struggle with it with, with my kids for sure, because like, it's not appropriate, but then why not, you know, and, and struggling through like, okay, so in this deep dive into just how we treat girls and women, it's like, you look at school dress codes, and it's all about like, how girls dress, like, Mm -hmm. there's no rules in the dress code for boys. Yeah. It's like girls can't wear their shorts this short. They can't wear leggings. They can't wear crop tops. You can't um, have your shoulders showing spaghetti straps. Yes. And so like, I've just been trying so hard to get to the heart of the issue so that it feels like we can be hopeful going forward. And I don't Mm -hmm. know what the heart of it is other than trying to regulate other people's bodies. Mm hmm. So like Billie Eilish. So have you seen her new um Yep, her Vogue. Yeah. And nobody should say anything about it. And I think that that's that is the problem. Like when she came out and did it, she said like this is going to fucking piss people off or whatever. And it does. But well, the- what's crazy with Billie Eilish before this and I don't I don't know if I read through like the whole thing on Vogue. I saw that she had posted the picture, but I remember within the last like two years, you know how she's always been known for like wearing super baggy clothes? Like she wears yeah. oversized yeah. shirts and whatever. And I have seen her do so many interviews and write posts about she had always wore like not body fitting clothes because she said like no one knows what's underneath and if I let them see it then people have their judgments and I'm too big or I'm too small or my boobs are this or I'm all of these things and she's like I don't want to give people the power to make any judgments on my body. Mm-hmm. Well, there was like a picture that circulated and she was literally out with friends like on a vacation or something. She's wearing like sweat shorts and a spaghetti strap tank top mm-hmm. and just like out you know what I mean and it was all over the media and people were saying she looks fat her boobs are huge all this mm-hmm. stuff it's like she made it a point that that wasn't or that was why yeah. she was hiding her body for so long and the second a picture gets released it's all people are talking about yes so that is that to me is the problem mm-hmm. It it's okay so I've had, I've struggled. I would say there's been like a couple struggles that I I really have with my kids and not knowing how to approach things. Like most of the time we can kind of like tease it out and and make our way through. So the first one was always drinking. Like I didn't want them to grow up to be drinkers and we've talked about that. And so like I had to get myself under control because I have to model what it looks like to be responsible. Okay. So that's number one. And number two, number three go together and they are um, crop tops and makeup. So we can start with either one, but like crop tops. So my girls want to wear shirts that show their bellies. Okay. And Mm -hmm. most of it is because all of you do. 
like mm-hmm. uh, uh, like Ellery has said, because I'm like, okay, we have to get to the root of why you want to wear that before I can like decide why, which is, I mean, I pride us in making my kids neurotic, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> Ellery, here's how it goes. So I made her like <laughs> research this sexual revolution in like the seventies and like people burning their bras and like women dressing how they want and like trying to take over ownership of their own bodies. Like I legit made her Google it and do some research. And then she came back and I'm like, okay, so what do you think? And she's like, I think I should be able to dress however I want, right? Fine. Except then I was like, she's 10 and Mm -hmm. she wears a crop top or dresses however she wants. And we like go to dinner in Hill City. It's like, okay. So I tell her that. And then she goes, I don't understand because you want me to not worry about what anyone else thinks, but then I have to dress a certain way because of what everyone else thinks. Mm. It's so hard to draw a line. Like, I don't know what the, what is the answer there. Or makeup. Yeah. So she wants to wear makeup. And I'm like, okay, why do you want to wear makeup? You know, because like old people like me wear makeup to look like younger and better yeah. and to make ourselves feel better. But then I'm like, I don't want her to feel like she has to wear makeup to feel good about herself. You know, mm-hmm. like I want her to whatever. But then it's like, I also understand what it feels like to, you know, want to put on something that makes your face look a little smoother or better, or mm-hmm. more awake. And so it's like, I fuck. Yeah, it's hard when you think of like parenting children. It's it just takes it to a different level because it is hard. It's like you want your daughters to own their life and be independent and do the things they want to and like you wear what you want to wear, but then it's also like she's 10 and you know how people can be and you don't want her to get sexualized. You don't want her to mm-hmm. It's a really hard line to draw. It starts with kids and it starts with how you teach them, but it's also like we should liberate like I feel like people my age, like post whatever you want, like be liberated, yeah. talk about your body. But then it's like, it's a different story for a 10 year old, but also why is it a different story and why? Yeah. Because the reason that we have shame now and like we're trying to teach 20 year olds that like it's okay to be liberated, talk about your body, don't be fearful is because we like instilled this shame when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. And so And so I don't know because I think – it's hard to reflect, like, when I think of women in the media, I think of the Britney Spears documentary, and I think about the things I see on social media, and I just want to say, like, fuck men, you girls do whatever you want. Like, wear that swimsuit, post that picture, like, you do you, and why are we letting men control that? But then I think when you change the narrative to, okay, well, what do I want my daughter to do? It's different, and I don't know why it's different, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's hard. Well, okay. So if we go to Brittany, like I, I grew up, I think we're like the same age. So we're close. And <laughs> I grew up like during all of that. And while that happened, I mean, I was with everyone else. It's like, why is she dressing like that? Why is she showing off? And she dresses like that. And then people say shit about her boobs. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you asked for it. 
I don't believe that now. But when I was like 14 and 16, I mean, I did. I was like, well, yeah, sure. She's not wearing any fucking clothes. She's fucking making out with Madonna on a stage. Like, yeah, like if you don't want men to talk about you, then why would you be doing that stuff? And I think that now that I'm older and like, The problem is anyone making judgments about anyone else. I mean, yeah, that's really if you like try to get to the bottom of anything, it's like we should have let Britney do what Britney wanted to do. And then instead of like buying tabloid magazines that just like ripped her apart and fucking had you know, photographers up her ass all the time, because then that's us as consumers buying that shit too. You know, like we can complain about the Kardashians and what they do or what they don't do, but like we're buying that. They're, they're not making money out of nowhere. It's consumers. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think what you just said is really important. And I feel like I would have had that same mindset Growing up, I know so many people had that mindset or still do. It's like, okay, so Britney spent her career getting sexualized and then people say, well, you were asking for it. Like you were dancing slutty or making out with girls. You were doing all of this stuff. So of course you were asking for it. But that's the issue. And it goes back to even rape and consent and the second we start making that the narrative well because you posted a swimsuit picture on instagram and because you dress mm-hmm. like that it's on you like no she wanted to do it was her body she could have done whatever mm-hmm. she wanted to do and it was society's problem that they ever made it anything else like dressing how you want to dress acting the way you want to act yeah should be something you're able to do and it shouldn't be well because you did that they raped you. They sexualized you because that's not her problem. And that's like, yep. it's just this, and it's this expectation we hold. And so a point I wanted to make, so I, or make, I know on the last podcast I had said like, okay, I don't have like a time where I can say I've been raped and how lucky mm-hmm. I am, which I said is so crazy, but I told or I told a story about how there is times where I can look back and think of like things that I did that I, once I looked back on, I was like, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want whatever. And the more I thought about it once like the podcast Mm -hmm. got done and the one instance I can think of was I went to a friend's house. So I was with one of my girlfriends and she was dating a boy at the time. And it was like a Friday night. We were just hanging out. We weren't doing anything. And she was like, I want to go to this boy's house because her boyfriend was there and she's like he wants to hang out like we're just gonna watch a movie it was like midnight we had nothing to do and I was like yeah sure I'll go with you like cool so we go to this guy's house and my friend and her boyfriend like went upstairs to who knows what so I'm sitting on the couch watching a movie and he like starts making out with me and I was like no like we were solely friends there was zero attraction mm-hmm. there. like we were just literally friends and I was like, no. And he had been drinking and he just was like, oh, whatever. And I said no or something. But he made a comment of, well, then why did you come over? Uh. And and I was like, oh, okay. And I think like it went wherever. And then I got, when I was thinking about it the other night, after we recorded the podcast, and I remember him saying like, well, then why did you come over? It's like, because I wanted to watch a fucking movie. Yeah. And why did me being in a basement, like, even though it was like this ratio of Ugh. two boys, two girls, like that, 
that does not entail like what yeah like then why and so then i just started thinking it was like it's like we owe men something or men think we owe them stuff it's like okay well Yes. Because you wore this, you owe me sex. Yes. Because you posted this, you deserve to get sexualized. Because you came over to yes. watch a movie, it's going, it's like, no, I came over to watch a movie. She wanted to wear what she wanted to wear. Like, why is it then leading to, and so then oh, the issue Hang on, is, you gotta stop ugh. a sec. You got, because I think that that is like the biggest, I think that there's something really important there. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I like, interrupted you because no i I, I was just gonna repeat it so i couldn't stop thinking like i just needed a minute to get my thoughts around that because what Mm -hmm. you said i think is like what i've done my whole life and it it Mm -hmm. is what i did when i was 14 and 16 and i saw britney and i saw like justin timberlake show janet jackson's boob at the super bowl and like all Mm -hmm. of that and i blamed the girls and then as time has gone on i've like struggled with how to do that with the kids but you are so fucking right and all i have done is taken this narrative that the men have created like the Mm -hmm. boys and the guys created this thing because even as you told that story like i'm sure so many people have been in a situation like that like fucking for sure i have and oh, a hundred, a hundred and ten percent. Like I can bet, ninety percent of the people listening can say, like, yeah. Oh, I agree. And what was even crazier is this just shows how instilled it is because I yeah. talked about it on the podcast last week, and I was like, oh yeah, like I can think of a time where like I didn't really want to do anything, and that that was that. Yeah. And then I started thinking more actually when I was editing, and I was like replaying the situation and. And I just remember him saying, well, then why did you come over? And Ugh. this was when I was Ugh. in high school. And guess what? It, I don't even think it, that statement ever crossed my mind. There was like, this probably happened five, six years ago. And I thought the same thing. Well, yeah. then why did I go over? And you felt guilty. And like, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm you like, were like, well, Fuck. of course, it yeah. was midnight. And we were watching a movie. And I knew my friend was going to go hook up. And I'm left on this basement. And he's drinking. And we're on a couch. And it's now two in the morning. Like, why was I there? Of course, that was going to happen. Yes. But then it's like, no, why couldn't I go fucking watch a movie with my friends? But it's yes. like, it took me until I was on the couch after the podcast for me to realize, like, I didn't owe him anything. It but took it me so till I was 40. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not 40 yet, but it took me till today to be like, you know what? I have like wrestled with this all night last night too. Like all of this shit, like why, why, why? And it's because I fucking buy into this story that the men have told. And I yeah. just have never been like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, Ellery, you should dress how you want. And you know what? what? It was going to say. Old dude down at the fucking restaurant down the hill sexualizes you. That is his problem. Like, yes, why do I no, have to care? Even, like, at the beginning of this podcast, we were even like, I don't know. It just shows like how, how hard it is to escape it. Yes, because we came on here to talk about how women are sexualized and then we were finding excuses for why. We, we shouldn't do, but yes. it's like, we don't owe it to them. And again, like if someone's sexualizing you, if like that is on them, it is not our job to make men feel comfortable. It's not our job for, okay, so here's the other thing. So you go on Instagram and 
you're looking and you see a girl in a bikini. And if your initial thought is, I can't believe she posted that, like that's yeah. wrong, that's whatever, like I'm judging it is not her. her job right. to make you feel comfortable. And that is a direct yep. reflection on you. If you are yep. sexualizing her, you're the problem. Yes. Because for all we know, she posted a picture. She was like, I love this swimsuit and I want to post it. Like, if I'm you're the problem. Her, <laughs> yeah. No, I've been the problem. And I still think like. No, you're right. You're it's, so it's so right. there. It's so there. Fuck. And it's so hard to step out of because it's been. And it, and it is hard. Like when you think about your kids, it's like you don't want Ellery to wear a crop top because you don't want to flaunt. But the issue there is thinking that wearing a crop top is flaunting something yes. sexual a hundred percent because it's a t-shirt yes yes and that's but like me. earlier we both i even said like i don't know and maybe you know but Fuck. no that's the problem no you're right you're oh. i feel like light bulbs are just going off on our heads right now yes because i like struggled with this all day yesterday like yeah. okay but i still don't want her to like and what the fuck ever like why do I care? I don't, we don't have to. Okay. So here's, here's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. It is the intent of whoever it is. Our intent, our, mm -hmm. our, that's, that's it. So if I make a choice to do something or dress a certain way, I make that choice. And then people around me can choose to take it however they want to. And for me, it's not that uh, they don't think I'm being overly sexy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably, I mean, I have been mistaken for boys or and or lesbians like my whole life. So I think that's Connor. Everyone thinks Connor's a lesbian with his long hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is and that's fine too like I don't care I just have yeah. never wanted to like I whatever it just isn't who I am so mm -hmm. we we can only make our own choices and then however everybody else takes it and and the problem is just like we struggled through earlier is like getting outside of making mm -hmm. making choices for other people or judging other people and their intent because we don't mm -hmm. know their intent like just like you said this girl in her swimsuit like just wants to whatever and maybe she fucking works out like a fucking animal yeah. and she deserves it so why do i give two fucks if mm -hmm. her picture is anywhere so one of the studies that, and this like goes right into this is there they asked people a bunch of questions about like women and how they dress and like women very very few of them said that they got dressed to like be stared at or to look mm -hmm. sexy for guys like very few of them that was their motivation but then like when the answer that men had were that like women dressed Dude. that way Ugh. just to seduce them that Men are pigs <laughs> yes but that is exactly Ugh. what it was like the women were like i mean i'm ad-libbing here but like uh we just want to dress the way we want to dress because it makes us feel good and then the dudes are mm -hmm. like they dress like that because they want me they to want fuck them or... yeah Ugh. yes Ugh. 
And so then the other part of that was like, like men and women looked at all of these pictures and the women that were dressed like sexier, like those women, they said that they were promiscuous and seductive and sexy and less considerate and less sincere. And that was men and women looking at pictures of how women dressed. Like how fucked is that? It is so fucked. And we do it. And you know what? Even when I asked Ellery and I was like, okay, tell me why you want to wear a crop top. And she was like, uh, because my cousins do. It's all we own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally what she said. And I said, oh, yeah. Like, You're Ellery right. wasn't like, I want all the fourth grade boys. But you know what? I fucking, we cut her hair like two days ago. She went to school yesterday and she came home and I was like, did anybody say anything about your hair? Because her dad didn't even fucking notice. We cut like <laughs> six inches off her hair. And he like was like, why are you being so weird? And she was like, I cut my hair. And he was like, oh my God. <laughs> But so anyway, she goes to school and she comes home. I'm like, how, you know, did anybody, whatever, notice, la, la, la. And she's like, yeah, all my girlfriends like it, but the boys hated it. And I was like, what, why the fuck are the boys saying anything about your haircut? She goes, well, they just kept calling me Karen. (laughs) Like, and so I, on both hands, I was like, oh, that's such a, terrible like okay it's kind of funny like i I get it i would hate that this though (laughs) yes but it's such a shitty thing to do and like we have gotten to a point where we've you know made middle-aged white women an enemy so like on two levels i was like oh that's just so terrible because first it's like a shitty thing to say they're fourth grade but then also it is like a shitty way to put down women and like Mm -hmm. i definitely like i get angry karen at the grocery and then i think about being at the slides last summer on the 4th of July and that video of that fucking old guy just punching that woman. And it's like, why haven't we like, why aren't we vilifying? I don't know what, whatever, what would his name be? Robert. Like, why isn't, why isn't there fucking Roberts that were like, yeah, you know, instead it's like, ah, these fucking white privileged women. It's like, what about the white privileged men? We have created this thing where, like, middle-aged white women are the enemy. And then, you know, we use that to make fun of people. And it just devalues all women. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really does. And it's like every time I think about fucking, I don't know, whatever the side part skinny jeans thing is. Like, why does anyone care what anyone else is doing? All that does yeah. is hurt women. All it does is hurt women. Any time that you, like, decide to criticize someone else, all it's doing is hurting women. Yeah, like, I feel like an, an important thing to know, and I feel like we've, like, figured this out as we go on, is, like, I've thought a lot about how men sexualize women in the media and, like, the examples when you watch the Britney Spears documentary and you watch interviewers, like, ask her, oh, are you a virgin? Everyone's talking about your boobs, and it's, like you see how fucked up it is. Or mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion makes a rap song and Ben Shapiro sits down and degrades the entire thing. And you're like, that's so fucked. But I do think that women are the problem too. Like we are sexualizing 
other women. And I think it's internal and it's really hard to get Mm -hmm. out of that. And I even think, so me, there's this song and I can't even remember what the song is. Um, it's some like rap song and me and Connor have been listening to it so much in the car and there's, um, there's a line in it about getting a blow job. Like, I don't even, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't know. I can't remember right now. I wish I could just pull it up. But every single time we, we laugh about it and like just the way it hits in the song, like it's, we like belt it out loud and we're like laugh about it. But then it's like, I also remember listening to Megan the Stallion's song and I was like a bucket and a mop. Like what the <laughs> fuck? But it's like, I, I am the problem. Like, if I am belting about a guy getting a fucking blowjob in the car, but then feeling uncomfortable about Megan the Stallion talking about her vagina as a bucket and a yeah. mop, like, I'm not telling you guys you need to, like, go refer to your vagina as all of the, those things, but it's like, yeah, I felt uncomfortable, I guess, even when I he- first heard it. And so it's like, but again, that's not on her. She doesn't owe me to make me feel comfortable, that is something I need to reflect on of why can I sing this song and belt it and think it's like the greatest line of all time, but then I sing her song and I'm like, uh, I feel icky. It's like, that's on me. And it yeah. also stems from like, we yep. don't have a lot of songs like that, but we have to normalize like saying fucking clitoris, like we said <laughs> on the last, but it's like, we say, no, you're like, exactly I, I am right. equally the problem. And so my point I feel like when I got on this podcast, I was like, fuck men, like yeah. men sexualize women. And now I'm like, fuck, we do too. Like yeah. it, this is this really ingrained thing in society and internally. And we all have to think about yeah. okay, so, how we can do better. Uh, okay. There were two other things that I like had jotted down about this that mm-hmm. I wanted to circle back to. And one of them is the fact that that, okay, I think we have to do this one first because it leads to the Mm -hmm. other one. But okay, when you start to internalize what other people think, and then you start to worry about it yourself. And I go back to Brittany here, Mm -hmm. because like, so many people were talking about her body and saying shit about her body and la la la. And I'm so glad I've like evolved from the point where I was like, she deserved it to like, fuck off. You shouldn't talk about her body at all. After this episode, um, we should link or at least like in the um, description of it, like link the video of Ben Shapiro and then also the Britney Spears documentary because we talked about it a lot. And I guess we didn't. It's on Hulu, but everyone should go watch it. And we should link that just so because we just keep referencing it. So we'll like we'll note somewhere on the podcast list, like where you can find it and what it's called. Yes. Okay. So then the more that you hear that, the more you start to internalize it yourself, which is why I feel for these like famous people who end up having these like breakdowns because it's like they spent so much time listening to people just tear them apart. Mm -hmm. And then they just start to worry themselves. And then and then you become really self-conscious about it. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I've we've all gone through that too. People say shit about whatever part of your body or whatever, whatever. And you grow up and you just start to worry about it more and more. And so then it becomes worse. And then Mm -hmm. that's when you get into like, you know, depression and like, it's hard to not let others opinions start to like become your thoughts about yourself. Yes. When it's so there, it's so apparent. Yes. And, okay, so then the second part 
of that was that the more that we do it to other people, the more that we do it to ourselves. So mm-hmm. that was like the big part of the research, I think. And then what links back to exactly what you just said, because like we are doing it to other people and we are we are doing it to ourselves. Whether we like register it or not, like the more you start to objectify other people or, you know, and I can see it more easily with Ellery, but it's like I objectify other people and then I like let that trickle down to the way that I spoke to her about it and that was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I have to change that and be like, fuck them. Like you should do what you want because I don't want her to grow up and do that to other people too. But then the Mm -hmm. thing is like we do it negatively for sure, but we do it positively too. And I, I don't know the, because even the more, like I've tried to start saying to people, if they look like they've lost weight or they look good, I just have Mm -hmm. started saying like, you look healthy, healthy. Yes. Because I like don't want my kids to like hear me reduce someone else down to like, oh, you look like you've lost weight or Mm -hmm. oh, you look you look better because yes, but it's the same thing when they like look pretty like the more times I'm like, oh, you're beautiful, whatever, like that still is objectifying the their appearance, Mm -hmm. like even when it's like you look good, which I mean, I don't want to get I I don't feel like I can have another self revelation today. But (laughs) I don't have the brain power to get into it. But it was one thing that like, I really struggle with all the time, because it's like the Mm -hmm. more we talk about and make people not make people um, encourage people to overly value how they look. Mm -hmm. The more we do that, the more we continue continue to leave the door open to like have them negatively value how they look. I think it's a really interesting point how you said like the judgment that you put on other people, then it starts to flow into the judgment you have of yourself. And I think, and this is really hard because it really takes reflection because I even think, okay, I see a picture of a girl on social media and if I see like a swimsuit picture, like, okay, I'm not saying that I look at it and I'm like, oh, her body doesn't look good. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's not the case, but I can think of a time. Okay. So like, I even feel like I can't post like a bikini picture on Instagram. Like there has been plenty of times where I've been to the lake or we were wearing swimsuits in Arizona and like we took pictures and I literally have pictures on my phone that I was like, I can't post that. Like I, Mm -hmm. like I just can't, post that but it's like it also it's such a reflect I feel like this is like a mind fuck right now trying to explain this but it's like I have spent a lot of time being like oh no like I don't care what women post and like you do you and like I love all bodies and like you Mm -hmm. whatever but it's like I also then am probably looking at that and internally it's so deep in there like this is where the self-reflection comes in Mm -hmm. is I am probably looking at that and being like oh, what are people going to think of her? Like, Mm -hmm. should she have posted that? You know, and like, even though you're not like judging her body or it's still there because then I see it in myself when I want to go post a picture and I'm like, oh, I can't post Mm -hmm. this photo because my soccer coach follows me or my, yeah, who my mom's friends follow me. And it's like, if they're sexualizing my body, again, it's on them and that's not on me. 
Yes. Another thing I've thought of, and, and it's a little bit off topic of social media, and I would say, but it follows the same idea. But I saw something, whether it was on like Pinterest or probably Twitter, and it was a quote and it was like, well, if you don't want your nude getting leaked, then you shouldn't have sent a nude in the first place. And then <sighs> it goes on to explain afterwards, like, no, the problem isn't that she sent it. The problem was the guy sending it to other people. Like, yeah. where is the responsibility? And where is the, like, okay, a boy goes and leaks a nude that he got of a girl. And everyone's instinct, every single person's instinct is, well, she shouldn't have sent it in the first place. Or, oh my God, I can't believe she even took that picture. But our instinct should be, she was in a spot where she trusted him and yep. they were in a relationship and she sent it. And why isn't the first question well, why would he send it? How yeah. disrespectful of him. But it's like, I can think of times in middle school or high school, like there was like two instances when I was going to middle school where the kids got caught like sending nudes and they had to go to the office and it was this really big bad deal. Mm -hmm. But I always remember, I can vividly remember the girl who had taken the nudes. And I remember thinking, I can't believe she would do that. I can't mm -hmm, believe mm -hmm. she would take them. Like, what was she thinking? It's like, no, why? Like, I don't even know who the boy involved was. Like, how do I not know? Yeah. But it just shows how internalized, like, there's no... I thought she was in the wrong for the longest time, but yes. he, he was in the wrong. Like we're not holding people accountable and responsible. And I and I think it starts with ourselves too. And I feel like we both have like pulled our heads out of our butts in this yeah. episode and been like, fuck, dude, we're the problem. Yeah. But it starts with like, I hope everyone who's listening is hearing the conversations we're having and like the self-reflection we're having and having it on yourself too. Like, what are the reactions you see when you see things in the media or you hear things and why, why do you feel that way? Because well, it's not about her. It's not about, well, why would Megan the Stallion post that song? Yeah. Why would that girl post that picture? It is, why do I feel that way? Yes. And it's not, they don't owe... They owe you nothing. And Dude. that's internal. You have to figure out. And we have to figure it out. It's like, okay, so now we're sitting on this podcast and I feel like we both just had this like revelation of like, okay, but now it's like, how do we, yes, how do we do better? I know I think how it starts with like actively you catch yourself. Okay. Yes. Why do I think that way? Now let's take a few steps back. Why do I feel that way? Why is this making me uncomfortable? Like, Yes. And it's calling it out when you see it too, because mm -hmm. the more you start to notice things, the more you start to notice things. So mm -hmm. like, I think about, I don't know why Trump is the one that comes to my head, but <laughs> I think about him on that fucking bus talking about grabbing girls by the pussy. And like, mm. I was not offended by him talking vulgar, like whatever. Like I get it. I've been around all kinds. I'm like, we talk vulgarly or whatever. It's not offensive language. The problem was the way that he, what that language was saying. And he was talking about being in power and treating women like shit. And that, that is what the problem was. It wasn't that he said pussy. It wasn't whatever. And then you get all of these people that are like, that's just locker room talk. That's how boys yeah. talk. And it's like, well, it fucking shouldn't be. Like, yeah. okay, I get it. I get that that's how boys talk. Like, I understand I've spent my whole life surrounded by men. Like, I get it. But 
it shouldn't be like that. And it took me until I heard Trump saying that to be like, oh, well, that's fucked. Like, I get it. Like, boys will be boys. That's the problem. Like, you can't you can't use that excuse or say that that's how it is to condone that behavior. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, you start calling it out when you see it. And then like the other day, Lyndon's watching this show on Disney or whatever. And it could be any show, but I just looked at it and it is like this funny fucking show. And the dad's like this big, dumb oaf, you know, like huge, I don't know, somebody would know the show, but he's like an ex-wrestler or something. And then his wife is like this tiny, skinny, blonde, beautiful, like, person. And I was like, oh, that's fucked. That, I mean, like, the dude is like the funny whatever. And then instead of having like a funny, normal-looking wife, he has this beautiful, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like... Okay, and then I just started going down through like all the sitcoms that are like set up like that. And and that's just why. Why can't we have normal looking women, you know? And I think we're getting to a point, I hope, where like body positivity and everybody's yeah. it being more accepting and like, but the problem, I mean, with all of it isn't, it's like, number one, we have to care less about what other people think and say. Like, Mm -hmm. and then we have to stop doing that thinking and saying shit about other people, because Mm -hmm. the more that we do that, the more we do it to ourselves, And the more we like make ourselves neurotic about how we look, like the more we judge everyone else, like she shouldn't be wearing that. That's too la la la. The more Mm -hmm. it affects how we, we look at ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also, um, I think the point you just made about Disney and how there's always perfect, skinny, whatever. Another side to women in media, and I don't want to get like super off track, we're likely done soon. Yeah. Um, I just thought of this when you thought of like sitcoms or whatever. Like I always hear too how whenever there's a girl boss or there is <laughs> a women CEO or anything, like I think of the proposal with Sandra Bullock and she was like owned this company, but she was a mega bitch. And it's like, we can't even give girls roles in shows that like, they're just really good bosses and they have power and they're successful and they're financial and they're smart, but they can't be that and kind. They have to be a bitch. They have to be a control Mm -hmm. freak. They have to, there is so, so many problems. And it starts with little kid shows and how Disney, they are skinny twig princess princesses and their bodies are portrayed away but then or portrayed portrayed a certain way but then it goes into the adult films that we watch and how there's either like there's always funny husbands and there's kind husbands and there's douchebag husbands but it's like the girl is either like a right-hand woman for her husband and she kind of like is the stay-at-home mom or if she's a worker she's a bitch and she's Mm -hmm. like there's a lot a lot a lot of problems of how we portray women in the media and not Mm -hmm. just how we sexualize them on social media. Okay. So I don't want to get off topic either. And then we're done, but I'm going to get off topic. And that is, (laughs) do you think that, okay, so media in the beginning is predominantly male. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's just 
how it was structured and they start telling these stories and then that's the way the stories are. But do you think they portray women like that because they think you have to be a bitch? I feel like, and this I think is also like a really old time thing. Like I think it has gotten better, but I feel like men have just been in power for so long. And yeah. There's been like they want to be in control and even it started like in the household and however long ago like they were the provider and the breadwinner and your wife stayed at home and cooked and so then it's like once women started to be in the workforce and we started having like women CEOs and it's like men in a way to like keep their control or their power it's like oh well she was a bitch that's how she Mm -hmm. got there she couldn't have got there. If she wasn't like, Mm -hmm. instead of just letting their pride and ego down and being like this, she was awesome and she was kind and she was a good hard worker. It was like, oh no, she had to have gotten there because she was a bitch. But it's like an ego thing and it starts from so long ago. It's just so internalized in society. Yeah, it fucking starts in elementary school. Like why do boys think they have any license at all to tell Ellery that they don't like her hair? Like how how do you have any I I just I don't how do you think you're important enough to like make judgments about someone else, you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter she wasn't thinking about the boys in her class when she cut her hair she was thinking about what she wanted and then she went to yeah. school and they're all like well you shouldn't have cut your hair. It's like, well, fuck off. Like, why are you invested at all in what I look like? Like, why do you care? Like, Yeah, I remember. um, So remember, okay, so I dyed my hair purple. Like, I don't even know when during quarantine, it was like a crisis. But my point is, (laughs) I have really, really good guy friends. And like, all of my guy friends in Rapid, I love and they're all like, really great people. And super kind. I never think of them as being like sexist Mm -hmm. or, you know, they're great people. I remember being at um, my apartment when I lived with twins and we had a lot of people over and I made some comment. I was like, I'm going to dye my hair purple. And one of them was like, oh my God, you would be so much hotter blonde. Like you need to say, and then they all pitched in and they were like, no, don't do that. Like you're just like, you're so much hotter as a blonde. Like blondes are so much hotter. And I remember even thinking it's like it again what? shows how internalized yeah. it is because they I don't think that they are these terrible right. sexist yep. bad people but like they without thinking naturally it was embedded in them they were like but you'd be hotter as a blonde and it's like yeah. oh, fuck off like I'm doing it for me it was the same thing when I went brown and I remember people saying like I just think blondes are so much hotter or like I just think you're you'll be prettier as a blonde and it's like fuck off but it just goes to show how even if you think you are not the problem and yeah. you think well I'm not sexist and I'm accepting and I don't judge I think we all have room to grow and I think we yeah. all can reflect and like us included. I'm not just saying like those boys. I was just using that as an example because I think of them as like such accepting kind people, but it just shows like even the comments they made. I'm like, well, why did you say that? Well, <laughs> And yeah. then I dyed my hair purple that night. <laughs> that night I went to the store and I dyed my fucking hair purple. Yeah, because also it's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't care if you think I'm more attractive this way or that way. Like, I honestly don't. Like, literally not about you. It was never about you. Yes, but we do that all the time. We make everything about us. And I think that that is the, 
if there's one like underlying theme here, 100%. it's that we like also we're fucking making it about our judgments and just to let all that go and let anybody. So, I mean, Ellery's going to be fucking makeup up. Yeah. Crop, Crop tops. tops and Lake Powell. <laughs> yeah, yep. Everything just like, I just don't give a fuck. But I mean, I I should be fair because it's like if she wanted to wear baggy clothes, I'd be like, yeah, you do you. Yeah. But if it's the opposite, like I should also be like, yeah, fuck them. You know? Yeah, it's just close. It, like we have to yes. stop thinking that it's it's more. And if you think it's more, and if you're offended, then you, you need are to the look problem. at yourself. And yeah, you need to understand why. Yes, and it's exactly because the same thing. I was like, oh, because I see her friends wear makeup. I'm like, oh, you guys are just too little and whatever. And so all of that stuff is. It was all about me. It wasn't about her, and it. Honestly, it has been such a mindfuck for me because her being like, yeah. you tell me not to worry about what people think. And then now you're telling me to worry about what people think. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. But I didn't know at the beginning. Like, I, okay, I love, I love this episode already because when we started the entire time you were talking, I was like, fuck, I can't contribute anything because I don't even know. And, now, like, I don't know what this episode's about, and I don't know my thoughts, and I don't know if I would let my 10-year-old, but it's like we figured it out, mm-hmm. and and it is hard, and it's hard to decouple that, and yep. it's possible. Well, and I think I think we end with, like, the one direction you go, like you just said, is looking at yourself. If mm-hmm. if you find that you have a lot of judgments about how someone else looks, dress, dresses or whatever like it's like okay well you probably need to figure out where all of that's coming from and maybe you need to let it go and then the other thing is in society i think we just have to fucking do a better job of calling shit out when we see it Mm -hmm. like when you see it and it's wrong it's like why the fuck is that like that that's bullshit i i want to make a note too because when we say like you're the problem and you need to reflect like I'm not calling, like, if you are listening and you are thinking, like, okay, that's me and, like, maybe I'm judgmental, like, I'm not saying that you're a bad person or, like, we are having these same realizations, but, like, so much of it. And I have even wondered to myself, like, well, why can't I post a swimsuit picture? Like, so many people do it. I fucking travel to hot places all the time. Like, why can't I post a picture in my swimsuit? And half of that is because... um. I'm not super confident in the body yet. But the other side of that is like, I again, I think of like, well, my soccer coach follows me. My, yep. And it comes, it stems from also a traditional mindset. Like I mm-hmm. grew up in a conservative small town. And so if you have those feelings and those judgments, like I don't think you need to feel ashamed about it. It's right. like figuring out, okay, why do I feel that way? And how can we fix it? Like we're not saying if you're judging and if you like you're a bad person, like so much of it is instilled and I don't even think we do it mindfully or it's like in our control. Right. But doing that and having like grace for yourself and being like, yeah, shitty, I felt that way, but how can I do better? Right. And just being open to growth. And I think that just knowing that it starts with your thoughts is like a Mm -hmm. step in the right direction. And that's like not to be ashamed of that, but just to Mm -mm. step into that and be like, okay, well, yeah, you should fucking post some 
bikini pictures. Um, that's all your, all your content for the next like two yeah. weeks. Straight <laughs> I was bikini literally thinking, pictures. Me and Connor. So me and Connor. Um, we've been working out every morning, and this morning I wanted to go get coffee and we cleaned my car. So I didn't work out yet today. And so we're working out after this. And the whole time we were talking, I was like, dude, I'm going to get on the fucking treadmill and I'm going to listen to WAP. Like on fucking repeat. <laughs> like we've been taking C4 too, like pre-workout, which is a whole other story because it is like, who knows? But I get on it and I'm just like so wired. I'm literally getting on the treadmill and it's just Megan the Stallion on repeat. Yep. Well, and here's the other... I mean, if we're going to link it back to the sex part too, it's like just you saying that, I was like, yeah, I'll play it, you know, in our house and the kids, whatever. And it's like just becoming more comfortable. Like after the last episode, I was like, okay, I am carrying a lot of shame around some stuff. And while we can talk about all of it and it's like in the open, there are still parts of that that I'm like, I'm not so comfortable talking about sex and I'm not so comfortable. Like I'm Mm -hmm. pretty self-conscious about it. And actually your sister texted and was like, I I feel really open about everything. And I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of wish I did too. And so it like gave me a chance to like think about what I need to do and how I need to grow. And, you know, WAP is like, part of that because just being Mm -hmm. comfortable with them talking about it is like the first step for me. And I don't know that I have to like play it on repeat for a 10 year old and a six year old, but listening myself and just being like, okay, fuck it. Like why do I, no judgments. Like I don't fucking care. And it's, I mean, it's catchy. I was literally, I was waiting for you to get done. And I was going to say, and we have to admit, like, it's a banger. Like, I can tell you there's times where, like, I've listened to the words and felt like, I'm like, oh, that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Like, but then I have to listen to it and be like, okay, it's not uncomfortable. Like, she's talking about her body. It's the same thing as how you said clitoris on the podcast last week. (laughs) And when I was editing it, like, tears. You said clitoris, like, six times. And it's so funny because there was, like, six times you said it or like a span of like 15 seconds where I'm not saying anything like I'm not reacting in the back but it was because I was like wheezing like you know when you laugh and nothing comes out like this is hilarious but also like you're right it's the same thing how we said last week like talking about an orgasm or saying the parts of your body like yeah the issue is that we feel uncomfortable yes. with it. And if you feel uncomfortable with it, you have yes. to get to a point where and and everyone has different levels of comfort too. Like if if you're yes. not comfortable posting a bikini photo or s- listening to the song, that's fine. And and yeah. we have to respect that and I do respect that, but you can't then take out you being uncomfortable on someone else because yes. that is up to you to define your level of comfort and how you're going to accommodate that. Yes. So the last thing that I feel like ties back to um, us saying fuck a lot, like in the beginning, Mm -hmm. even at, and it was like, we were worried about like what, I mean, our families listen, you know, and I swear around my kids, like I, yeah, I don't even I it's to the point now where it's not even where I second guess what I say, because I yeah. honestly I don't even it doesn't even register to me. And the mm-hmm. the reason is because 
I don't want my kids to feel like words have this power over them where if someone says words to them that they should feel offended or, I mean- Shattered or- Yes, and it's the same thing with like these boys at school yesterday. Like they said a bunch of shit to Ellery. It wasn't nice. I don't like it. But she came home and she wasn't like- crying. She was Mm -hmm. just like, they kept calling me Karen. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. And she's like, I agree. But that was the end of it. Like, it wasn't like, because I never want something that somebody else says to like affect them. And then I Mm -hmm. also need to work on that as well, because it's like, we say fuck, we say all this shit on this podcast. And I mean, Sometimes it isn't even real to me that there are people listening to what we say. And it's like our intent is never to hurt anyone or offend anyone or Mm -hmm. anything. But you could be offended by like 50 things we said. And then it's like just making the choice to like not let that shit hurt your ears. Like if I say fuck and it hurts your ears, like I'm sorry, but do you really want to give me that power? Fuck. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know. It was the self-reflection. Yes. Uh, Okay. I'm going to go listen to WAP on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I can get my summer bod so I can post a bikini pic on my Instagram. Dude, I'm pretty sure you already have your summer bod. We're getting there. Oh, but I don't want to make judgments about your body. So you just look really (laughs) healthy. Well, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) 